You're here to listen, and I'm here to talk. This is Spirit Signal with Justin Gleason. Happy one-month anniversary to Spirit Signal with Justin Gleason. We've been bringing you excellence in podcasting now for 30 days, and I'm self-declaring myself to no longer be a beginner at this. We are an amateur. So it's a great day to celebrate. Monday is over. Tuesday is here. You know, Tuesday is a really nice day here in the Midwest. Yes, it is. Tuesday is buffet day. Everybody's trying to recover from the Monday. They're lining up at the buffets right now here all across the Midwest. Lining it up, getting salad, loaded up with Thousand Island, getting fried chicken, getting slices of pizza, getting cuts of prime rib, lining up with their 60-inch pants, shoving everybody, thinking that buffet is going to go away. Some people think it's not all you can eat, but only what you can gather on your plate. I kid you not one time, I went to a Tuesday buffet here in the Midwest and I literally had a lady shove me, shove me. There were seven pieces of chicken left there in the buffet pan and she shoved me out of the way, put her shoulder right into me, shoved me out of the way, took six pieces of chicken, piled it on her plate leaving me one small little piece that was mostly just crumbs. Hi, everyone. This is Justin Gleason. Welcome to Spirit Signal. Podcast listeners are loyal, smart, and delightful. So let's you and I stay connected. Please consider subscribing and giving a great review and rating. Follow me on Facebook pages, Instagram, and Twitter at Justin C. Gleason. That's J-U-S-T-I-N-C-G-L-E-A-S-O-N. This generation wants good reception to the voice of God. SSWJG is the network to join. Today our idea is someday, no more Monday. Someday, no more Monday. It's a Tuesday here at Spirit Signal. Monday is now over. You know, maybe Monday is a good day for you. Maybe you really enjoy your Monday. Maybe it's a day off. Maybe it's your easy day. Maybe your Wednesday, Thursday, whatever may be the stressful day for you. But Monday seems to be the most stressful pick-me-up day throughout the week for most of us. Monday, when I'm talking about here on Spirit Signal, is not just referring to Monday, but rather it speaks of the first low point you hit after Sunday. That real low pulling down of your spirituality that first time during the week after your day of worship that you get pulled down. And for most of us, that is Monday. Monday represents leaving a spiritual setting, leaving a holy place, and having to get back down to this earthly life. I don't know, maybe yesterday your car didn't start. Maybe on the way to work you hit one of these dreaded Midwest potholes and broke the leaf spring on your car. Maybe you got a flat tire. Maybe you got into an accident. Maybe you took a wrong turn. 
you hit a place with heavy construction, heavy traffic, and you relate to work. Those types of things can be very spiritually discouraging. Maybe you got to work and the cleaning team over the weekend completely destroyed your desk, knocking your coffee over from Friday afternoon. Maybe your favorite Patrick Mahomes bobblehead got broke. Maybe your favorite pen is now gone. Who knows? Things like this happen. This is Monday, when you get back to life, away from the house of worship, back to life. And I can tell you what, it can be discouraging. Church is designed to be uplifting. That's what it is. When you come into the true church, the true church where the Spirit of God is moving, where people worship in spirit and in truth, I'm telling you what, just that type of atmosphere is uplifting. Yes, it is. And why is that? Well, there's many verses of Scripture that point to that, but the one that comes to my mind is in Psalm 16. In the presence of God, there is fullness of joy, and at his right hand, pleasures forevermore. The presence of God brings joy, and it brings pleasure. The presence of God is uplifting. The presence of God brings inward healing. It brings edification. It picks you up, and it reminds you that there's something greater and something more powerful and something more special in this life. The church... When the presence of God moves, it's a reminder to us that there is something greater than what this fallen world has to offer. You know what you're feeling when your worship team starts singing? The people then start giving their offerings. Prayer requests are taken up. The preacher starts preaching. You have altar call. You have a little bit of visit, fellowship time afterwards. And then you go have a nice meal after church. You know what all of that is? You are getting a glimpse of heaven. You are feeling a little bit of what eternal life will be like. You think about this. You can come into church on a bad day, and some of your parking lot team, your first impressions ministries, out in the parking lot or at the front doors, smile at you, shake your hand, give you a hug, have a short conversation just in that moment, and all of a sudden, The stress at home, the stress in work, the stress in life is, boom, gone. Because you're walking into a holy place. You're walking into a place where the kingdom of heaven exists. Not fully, not completely, but a glimpse of it. That's what the worship service is designed to be. It is to present the kingdom of God to the people. That's why during church, the stress is gone. The worry is gone. All of the depression is gone. And anxiety is gone. Why? Is there any stress in heaven? No. Is there any worry in heaven? No. Depression or anxiety? No. It doesn't exist in the heavenly realm with our Messiah, the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why in church many are healed. Sicknesses leave people's bodies. Diseases are gone. All of these things happen. Miracles happen. Even to the point sometimes even the dead are raised. Why? Is there any sickness in heaven? No, there's none. Is there any disease in heaven? There is none. Is there any death? No. It's gone. When you come into the house of the Lord, families are healed. Ministries are restored. People who didn't have any joy at all, all of a sudden it's restored. You feel safe there. You feel complete there. You feel whole there. 
Why? Because the presence of God from the heavenly realm is manifesting there in that worship service. Is there any dysfunction in heaven? No. Is there any abuse? Is there any crime? No. Heaven is the perfect place of peace. And on Sunday mornings, however long your worship service is, 90 minutes, for most of us, that 90 minutes is a glimpse of what heaven is going to be like. When the worship team starts playing, the organs and the pianos make their sounds, the guitars, the bass drum, the cymbals, all of those sounds. You know what they sound like? In the heavenly realm, it sounds like thunder. It sounds like lightning. All of that music making all of that noise represents the type of sounds that heaven worships to. The Bible says in Revelation 4, John says, I heard voices surrounding the throne of God. That was not the angels, the living creatures, the ones with multiple faces, wings, making all of that beautiful sound in worship to the Lord. It wasn't their voice. It wasn't the voice of the 24 elders who fell on their face and cast their crowns before the Lord. There were voices coming from nowhere. There was no face there. There was no body there. It was just voices coming from nowhere. And I'll tell you what I think those voices are around the throne. Those are the voices of praise and worship going on down here upon the earth. Because the Bible says that God inhabits the praises of his people. Whenever you and I worship together on Sunday mornings, Wednesday nights, during conferences, revivals, whatever, you and I are joining something great in the heavens. The voices that we uplift unto God here on this earth don't just stay in your worship center. They don't just stay in your church building. Oh, no. They go right through the roof, right through the atmosphere, past the clouds, past the atmosphere, into the spirit realm, and they're all around the throne of God. That's what God has around his throne. It is the praises of his people. That's why whenever we come together on Sundays, you get the feeling God hears what we're singing to him. God hears what we are praying to him. God hears what our preacher is saying to us. Why? Because that is praise. That is worship. And God could have any type of sound. He could have any type of thing around his throne. But the thing that he has closest to him for his ears to hear while he is on that throne is the praises of his people down here on the earth. Thank you, Jesus. Now think about this. You know, the Bible says that the living creatures cry out to God day and night, and they never cease. It's constant praise and worship. They have no service start time. They have no service end time. It is always going on. But for us here on this earth, we have start and end times. A lot of us, our Sundays start at 10 a.m. For some of us, our Wednesdays start at 7 p.m. Some of us, Friday nights, begin our revivals at 7 p.m. To us, we think, okay, worship service begins at those times and then has an end time. No. Really, in all reality, our worship service never begins. Our worship service joins something that is eternal. We're joining the heavenly realm in worship service. And when that happens, the throne of God that is in the heavenly realm manifests among us. The presence of the Lord comes down to this earth. The angels join us in worship down here upon this earth. The kingdom of heaven is at hand in those moments. That is why Sunday is so special. 
and us gathering together where Jesus is in the midst of us all, that's why we feel peace. That's why we feel love. That's why we feel like we can make it because we are feeling and getting a glimpse of what is to come in the heavenly realm. The church service picks us up. The worship service uplifts us. But then Monday comes, and all of a sudden, those feelings of being uplifted, brought up, feeling like you can make it, are brought down because of the stress and the pressure that we face in this temporal world. We go from the heights of spirituality to the lows of earthly misery. And that is where many of us who are walking with God can be in great danger. Let me explain that to you. Having high highs and extremely low lows are very dangerous for Christians. It is easy to serve the Lord while you're in church. It is easy to serve the Lord during the worship service. But my question for you today is, can you serve the Lord on your way to work on Monday morning? Can you serve the Lord while on the job on that Monday for eight hours? Can you serve the Lord going back to a home that maybe may not be a godly, peaceful home? Can you serve the Lord in those low moments? Can you consistently walk with God during church? Can you consistently walk with God at work? Can you consistently walk with God amongst your family, amongst people you associate with, at school, wherever? Can you associate with those people in those low moments? One of the great horrible plagues, as it were, that it's happening to our society is the effects of psychosomatic drugs. People are on all kinds of pills just to keep them from going insane, to manage their depressions, to manage their anxieties using those type of medications. And I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. I'm Justin Gleason. I'm a preacher. But the thing that I see, the thing that I've observed with a lot of these medications, they're designed to take the human brain to an extremely high level, to make somebody feel so good, up on cloud nine, way, way up there, feeling good, feeling happy. But the danger is, is once that drug, once that medication wears off, you crash to the lowest of lows. That's why they have all those disclaimers on those type of pills. You see, there is no disclaimers in church that here in this service, you're going to be brought to a high, high and then when you get out there on Monday, you're going to be brought to a low, low. We don't give that disclaimer because that's not the way that we view it. What church is designed to do is to keep you on a high place in the Lord. We're not saying that you all the time have to feel like you're in church everywhere you go. No. But we're saying here is teaching the principles like Paul taught. Pray without ceasing. Meaning never break the habits of your prayer time, never letting anything separate you from your faith, from your relationship with God, from your religious practices. You've got to learn how to maintain those low moments that this earth brings, because in those low earthly moments, the greatest threat to any of us is those are the moments that the enemy tempts us to sin. Yeah. 
We're not tempted really while we're in church. We're not tempted while worship service is going on. It's very difficult to get involved in anything like that. But most of the time, when is when is it? It's when we're having to live this life and do things that discourage us, do things that trouble us, do things that bring us down, such as working a job just to make ends meet, trying to repair damage on your property, trying to keep your cars maintained, trying to pick your kids up from school, just trying to get from point A to point B, trying to live a peaceable life. Trying sometimes, yes, make disciples. That can be a low moment. Maybe some of us have struggles in our health. Just living this week day by day to try to be healthy. This life has fallen. This life will pull you down. And I'm not just talking about things that the devil does or things that wicked, evil people do. I'm talking about just life. What Monday morning brings. You've got to learn how to serve the Lord Monday Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, all day, all night, every week, every month, every quarter, every year, every decade, every century, because there is a great eternal life beyond this life that we're striving for. For those of you that are listening to today's podcast, I want you to think about What is usually the first day in time after Sunday that pulls you down? For some of you, it may actually be Sunday afternoons. It may be Sunday evenings. Before the ministry, I worked in restaurants. I was a waiter. And I worked a lot of Sunday nights. To go from a wonderful church service on Sunday morning to having to work on Sunday night, people coming into the restaurant for dinner. There's just something about people that come into the restaurant, especially on Sunday nights. They want food now, and they want a lot of it. And they expect you to wait on them hand and foot. And I got to tell you, there was times when my Holy Ghost was put on trial during those times. Oh, yeah. But you know what? I survived it. I made it. I want to give you some tips on how to survive your Monday or how to survive that first ultra-low moment in life after the church service. Number one, you've got to learn how to bring church to your surroundings all by yourself. you got to learn how to worship all on your own without the praise team on the stage in front of you. You've got to learn how to praise the Lord and worship. Okay? Now, some of us can't sing very good, and I'm one of those type of people. And it's really sad because I come from a family of so many singers. Maybe I should get voice lessons. That's what Rob Green told me years ago. He said, you need to get voice lessons. If you're interested in voice lessons, contact Rob Green. You can find him on Facebook, Rob C. Green. Great instructor. He'll help you out. He tried to convince me years ago, and I just never did it. I'm just okay with singing in the tune of off. But just start singing your favorite worship uh, songs to the Lord. Wherever you're at, on the car ride to work, in the break room, you don't have to do it loud. Do it as a whisper. Even just do it in your thoughts if that's all you can do. Also, prayer. Offering up prayers. And that's not just screaming 
over and over. Oh God, oh God, oh God. I'm talking about complete sentences unto the Lord and asking God to help you during those times. You've got to learn how to pray God pick me up prayers. This is not coming to God asking him for a brand new house, a brand new car, all of your wants, all of your hopes and dreams. This is bringing your distresses to the Lord, which God loves to hear. You need to be asking God to help you in the moments you know that are tough on you. Think about this. What brings you down low? Those are the number one things you need to be praying about on that Monday morning. Praying about the ride to work. Praying about that first hour at work. Praying about the things that stress you out spiritually the most. You then need to get a Bible that you can keep handy with you. Nowadays, most of us have smartphones and we can get a Bible for free very quick. Read the Psalms. Really, any part of the Bible will work. But the Psalms tend to be the greatest of the Old Testament collection of writings that New Testament believers connect to the most. Out of all the books in the Old Testament that are quoted in the New Testament, the New Testament is quoted the most by far. It is because the new the Psalms is probably more New Testament than it is Old Testament. So much messianic prophecies are there. So much of the message of grace and mercy and eternal life are encoded in the Psalms. But not only that, the Psalms revolve around three main ideas, and that is love, pain, and spiritual ascent. Love, pain, and spiritual ascent. And those types of themes, those types of writings are very, very appropriate and will bless you probably the most out of anything else written in the Bible that'll pick you up. So learn to love the Psalms. And plus, it's poetic, it's song lyrics, lyrics which most of us really, really enjoy. Next of all, you need to spend time thinking about heaven. Study heaven in the Bible. Anything you learn about it, keep it close to you. Heaven is our eternal reward. For most of us now, when we pray, we're looking up at a ceiling. If we're kneeling down, we're staring at the carpet. If our eyes are closed, we're looking at the, the back of our eyelids. Remember this, that when the Lord comes, it's not going to be worshiping him anymore looking at the ceiling or the carpet. We're going to look upon him face to face. And then when that day comes, it's going to feel like one big Sunday. And guess what? There's not going to be any more Monday. In life eternal, there's no more going back to work to survive. There's no more going back just trying to make ends meet to make it to another day. Because when the Lord returns, the old things are going to be passed away. The curses that were put upon men and women in the book of Genesis are gone. And the Lord restores all things and makes all things new. It's called the day of the Lord. The day of the Lord. One day with the Lord is as a thousand years. And that's what he does here on this earth, the millennial reign. He sets up his kingdom here on the earth. Some of us may be here for that moment. We really can't get into that. But the majority of us here in the church are going to be up into the new heaven. But for those of us that are here on the earth during that millennial reign, it'll be for a thousand years. And one of my favorite verses there in Revelation, it says, for a thousand years... Satan will be bound. For you and I, one day with the Lord as a thousand years, it'll be peaceful. But for the devil, it's going to be the longest day of his life. 
And you know what else? There's no more Mondays. There's no more Tuesdays. Wednesdays, Thursday, Fridays, Saturdays. I don't even know what's going to happen to Sunday. But I know this. You know the day, the words Sunday, Moon Day? Those were days given to the gods, the pagan idols. Sunday was meant to worship the sun. Moon Day was meant to worship the moon, all of that. But when God comes back, there's no more days to honor the gods. There's no more days to honor heavy workload. There's no more days to honor any of those things. But it's going to be the Lord's day. Jesus' day. And that day's coming. The stress is gone. The worry's gone. There is coming a day when there will be no more Monday. Someday, no more Monday. Podcasting is the future, and I hope I have a future in it. We're taking the genre of religion and spirituality to another level.